The GameCube is Cool podcast is a recorded and produced show from Toronto, Canada. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash the GameCube is Cool to find our $1 and $5 a month tiers. Special thank you to our Patreon supporters for the month of December. I Rebel, Dan Wagner, Jed Winters, Christopher Valenz, Joey Sirico, Resident Evil Collector, Tristan Pantorato, and Wilshire. The GameCube was cool. Hosted by Mike Lane and Neil Gilbert. What a nice little jingle, nice little Festivus jingle. Um, Festivus is, of course, behind us. Neil, is it okay to play that now? Because it's uh, it's New Year's Eve uh, or around there. I see what you're going for. So you're asking if December 30th, which is when this podcast is going up, uh, to the listeners out there, if it's acceptable to still be playing Christmas music, I would say yes. Uh, anytime up until New Year's Day, uh, you can pretty much listen to Christmas music. That's when the holidays really end. And you have up until, I had it last year, I had an idea in mind on when you can stop wishing people a happy new year, uh, but I can't remember what it was now. Um, it, it was It was definitely, I think we agreed, it was before, uh, well we did say before my birthday was the big one. Was as soon as my birthday yes. hits, that's over. The year's over. <laughs> yeah. Once January 8th rolls around, that's when the holidays have ended and uh, we can start preparing for the next holiday season. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But um, let's prepare for the next year, Neil, because 2021 is is at an end. And uh, some stuff happened in 2021. Mm-hmm. There was a, a bit more normalcy in the world in terms of going out and seeing people. Uh, the Olympics happened. Mario and Sonic saw each other at the Olympics, <laughs> I'm assuming. At I'm always going to love that the Mario and Sonic at the Olympics 2020 on Switch will not line up with the <laughs> year that the Olympics actually happened. And we're going to be getting the Winter Olympics in uh, just a couple short months, basically. Yeah, short weeks, really. Yeah, weeks away. It's been a pretty good year. Better than 2020, I would have to say. So I guess we'll just jump right into the episode, Mike. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it, Neil. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Side Mission Part 8 of the GameCube is Cool podcast. We have new episodes every Thursday on all the major podcast services. We are the number one GameCube podcast on the internet. We're here to look back on all 555 North American GameCube games, one by one, sometimes 12 by 12, sometimes none at all. So far, we have covered a whole bunch of games. We actually don't have the total number yet because this episode is recorded in the past. You can visit thegamecubeiscool.com to check out all the things we've been working on. The website was developed by our very own Mike Lane. Past Mike. Past Mike Mike Lane. Past Mike Lane to develop the website. Very good guy, that past Mike. Yeah, Yeah, he's not bad. Last week, we covered a bunch of movie tie-ins, becoming a bit of an end-of-the-year tradition for us at this point. We covered like 10 games, uh, The Matrix, Terminator, Men in Black. Uh, Go back and check it out. This week, we are wrapping up 2021 by highlighting some of our favorite games, movies, albums, shows, just general highlights of the year. Going to go back and see how we did in 2021 uh, based on our goals that we made exactly one year ago, and then talk about what we're looking forward to most in 2022 and a few things that we'd like to accomplish. So Mike, let's uh, let's rewind a little bit and uh, go back and check out our goals that we had for 2021. Did you want to start with uh, some of yours? Yeah, sure. So uh, some of the goals... I had in 2021 is uh, build the website to be a GameCube hub. And I think um, I've, I've improved the website uh, over time now. And uh, we have a pretty good database of games up there. And I like to think it's a GameCube hub. It's it's as close as I'm going to want to have it as a GameCube hub. So without making it a full-time job. By definition, it certainly is a GameCube hub. I'm still very impressed with the website. I do know that last year I said that I wanted to do a lot more article writing. But uh, that definitely got away from me very quickly. I wrote a few early in the year or late last year and published them and then stopped. Every time I have a client 
and they want a website and they ask to make a like a blog area, I just warn them. I'm like, you know, you're probably not going to do this. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> and it's it, just going to be sitting here. <laughs> yeah, it's a great it's a great thing in theory to to be writing articles, and some people do it phenomenally. They they love writing. I'm not exactly a writer. I'm more of a speaker, obviously, but. Uh, I'm going to leave the writing to the writers out there and uh, we're just going to put podcasts up on the site. We did meet our our goal, uh, which I think it was your goal. My goal too was to never miss a week uh, this year. We put out uh, uh, technically over 52 episodes. That's right. That was our goal of the year was to have an episode a week. So on average, 52 episodes. We did have a week there where we did Wind Waker. We put out two episodes. We did miss a week in... I guess it was September where you were out of uh, out of the province, Mike. But uh, we ended up just doing two episodes the next week. So we put it out on the Monday. That's still yeah. like the you know it's still the <laughs> the the realm of 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 that week. It's fine. I think that uh, all said and done, how many episodes did we have this year? Fifty three. Yeah, I think so. Around yeah. fifty three, fifty four. Um, uh, yeah, because of our side missions as well mm-hmm. that we put out. So yeah, it was um, it was a solid year for that. Uh, my other goal. Uh, was to get back on a regular workout schedule. Well, uh, not even close. No, <laughs> nah, did not happen. But maybe next year, Neil, because uh, yeah, I have some goals for that. I also said I want to do a cartwheel, just mm. like Creed in the that's office. Right. That's right. <laughs> How did that go? Are you cartwheeling around your condo? You know what, Neil? I did try it once. Mm-hmm. Wasn't as bad as I thought. I could like kind of do it-ish. Okay. Where Where did you try this? Were you inside or outside? I was inside. I was in the hall. So I had the walls. Oh, oh that's as, a good as idea. kind of like, you know, so I could just fall on the wall, basically. Because attempting something like that is one of the most embarrassing things to watch. Certainly. Because you're just throwing it all out there. Oh, yeah. that That's that's pure, <laughs> just pure spirit at that point. I do have a follow-up question, though. What were you wearing when you were trying this cartwheel? Just sweatpants, hoodie, or were you going all out in like a like shorts and a t-shirt what, what was happening no, definitely pjs 100 nice. pjs yeah i like to picture you doing this at like 2 30 in the morning and the security <laughs> guard has to watch the footage the next day and just see mike lane go out there take his glasses off put them on the ground try one cartwheel gets like maybe a seven out of ten and then just turns around and goes right back inside yeah yeah that's right <laughs> <laughs> nice. that's exactly what happened i'd like to think so <laughs> and then my other goal was make a profit with freelancing because uh, which i did basically all year i was self-employed and and I did that, Neil. So that's that's a that's a good one. That's a uh, a nice proud moment is that I was able to feed myself and save money this year while working for myself. I was gonna say you were you were able to afford food. That's good. You did not have to ask for <laughs> for me for food at least. But I would have proudly given you a box of KD had you asked. Oh, that would have been lovely. That, I hope <laughs> it's that 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 nineteen ninety KD that you still have. Oh, the nineteen ninety. Yeah, I have a box of KD from that expired in nineteen ninety five. I think we should one day try that just to see. At least what it looks like. I don't know if we should eat it, but I just want to know if the smell is still there and the look <laughs> of of craft Dinner, beloved. Yeah, I want to have a little bit of that green. Uh, it'll be mm. some green cheese powder. Yeah, be lovely. The old recipe, so maybe it still is good. But uh, those are some good goals. I'm glad that you at least tried a few of them, and uh, you can carry forward some of those goals, like your workout into 2022, which we'll talk yeah. about in just a moment. Uh, following up on my goals from uh, 2021, I wanted to see our podcast hit uh, 1,000 followers on Instagram, which we did just a few weeks ago. So that was yeah. pretty sweet. Um, still growing. Yep, golf claps there. Still growing too. Every time I check it, we have a couple more. So uh, another goal that we had there was uh, we wanted to hit, or I wanted to hit 2,000 downloads a month. And uh, we actually did that in March. So yeah, like, that's an easy one. <laughs> yeah, crush that goal. Uh, two, three months in, we uh, we hit 2,000 downloads a month. So I guess I should have been a little bit more ambitious with that one. 
Uh, and actually in November and December now we've uh, we're over 3000 downloads so we're yeah. uh, we're developing a bigger and bigger following every month yeah, yeah, getting a little better each time. And uh, I know you had one more. I don't know. You, well, you had one that was a funny one that I wanted to ask you about. Okay. Uh, that I have down here, which is, were you able to land a kickflip, Neil? Not even close. I. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did have a uh, a message about a year ago from one of our listeners uh, at sour cream who uh wanted me to land a kickflip in 2021. I did get to go out and do a lot of skateboarding this year. I uh, went good. to the skate parks with friend of the show, Matt. And uh, I was able to land a few ollies, believe it or not. I can ollie up curbs, or at least I could back in the summertime. I haven't done any skateboarding <laughs> in the last few months. So that yeah. was an accomplishment. I was not able That's to good. do a, uh, a shove it or anything, and I was definitely not able to land a kickflip. So I'm just going to keep rolling that one into the next year. Uh, the kick, the kickflip is still a ways off. I do not put nearly enough time into skateboarding <laughs> as I should. <laughs> nice job. Thank you so much. And my last goal that I had for 2021 was to move out of my parents' house, and uh, I did that. I now live with my girlfriend, been living here for about two months now in our own little condo. And uh, just a little bit of behind the scenes here, the very first episode that we recorded from me being fully moved out was Resident Evil 4. Oh, very nice. One of our best episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was one of my favorite episodes of the year. So yeah, th- that was my 2021 wrapped up. All of the goals except for the kickflip was accomplished. So I'm pretty happy about that. Pretty happy. Pretty happy. Uh, Neil, I want to go over a couple of, of stats and things uh, for 2020 and 2021 that I was t- taking some notes of when I re-listened to our year in review podcast for last year. So okay. uh, at the end of 2020, we had uh, over 100 Spotify followers. Uh, today, we have over 300 Whoa. followers on spotify so tripled that in in a year okay at the end of 2020 we had 7500 total downloads slash streams mm-hmm. uh well in 2021 at the end here we have 37,500, which is literally 30,000 more downloads than last year <laughs> <laughs> yeah a total of 37,000 downloads over the course of two years is really good so that's some insane growth and uh, i'm very excited about it i I don't know like where it's going to go in 2022. I'm almost, I'm almost scared to make a prediction. Yeah, I don't want to make any predictions right now. We'll no. just we'll, we'll, these are these weren't predictions. These are just things that happened mm-hmm. in 2020. So we'll leave it at that for that. But uh, we had nearly 600 Instagram followers. Now we have a thousand, like you said, Neil. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool there. Uh, we put out 30 mainline episodes and four side missions uh, last year. And in 2021, we put out 48 mainline episodes uh, for a total of 78. Uh, episodes total uh, and four more side missions as well. So we got uh, 78 main lines and eight side missions. Nice. Yeah, we did have a couple extra months there. So I'm, I'm just super impressed that we're still doing this, to be honest. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> We've also talked about 167 games. And in 2021, we talked about 188 more games. And um, uh, I realized, well, we both realized quickly that the 12 by 12 episode format not feasible no (laughs) (laughs) and so uh so we're we're at around 350 games total Mm -hmm. uh or that's 64 percent of the gamecubes library so we're we're close to two-thirds done the library but with uh, Mm. still a year to go uh, and we'll be we'll be stretching that out a bit as well but um sure and neil in 2020 we spent roughly 42 hours talking about the gamecube but in 2021 we spent approximately 10,000 minutes or 166 hours oh or seven full days oh my talking God. about the GameCube. <laughs> Jeez, and that doesn't count all the research, the playing the game, the editing that we do. That yeah. That's incredible. <laughs> this is becoming a full-time job. Didn't someone say, isn't there like a thing where it says if, if you do something 10,000 times, you become a master at it? 
Yeah, there's the 10,000 hour rule uh, where once you spend 10,000 hours. Oh, 10,000 hours. Okay, yeah. we're at 10,000 minutes. <laughs> yeah, we need to uh, we need to do this 10 more times and then we'll be experts at it. So, I mean, we are the number one GameCube podcast on the internet. So that makes uh, makes a lot of sense that we're on our way to doing that. That feels like a lot of time. It just goes to show you, though, that like the final product of the podcast is like very much the tip of the iceberg, and there's so much beneath the surface. Yeah, oh, so much, so much that we do. And we were lucky enough last year to have 32 guests on the show, 32 different guests. And this year we had 56 different guests on the show. So wow. quite an accomplishment there. Yeah, huge, huge thank you to everyone who's come on the podcast this year. Some of our friends have come on multiple times. We've also had a lot of folks come on for the very first time, fellow podcasters, people who are just scared to come on the microphone, some people that we've known for over 10 years at this point. So it's been a ton of fun having everybody come on and share their memories because like we say on a weekly basis, Mike and I haven't played all of these games. We don't plan on playing all of these games, but there are people out there who have. So we have to find them out there and uh, bring them on the show. So thank you so much, everyone who's contributed this year to our show. Yeah, no, it's honestly been amazing. Obviously, thank you to the guests. Thank you to uh, everyone else who's written in, uh, gave us great reviews, who's followed us, who's listened to any episode other than the first episode. We're (laughs) we're very, we're very thankful, very, very thankful for for all of you. Mm -hmm. And Mike, I have a few stats that I want to dip into. Yes, please. So of our listeners that uh, that check us out every week, uh, 58% are from the U.S. This is from the okay. total year. 12% from Canada. 11% from the United Kingdom. And then we have about like 100 different countries in there that make yeah. up the majority of the remaining percentage there. A lot of Australians, a lot of Germans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems to be the, the other big ones. Netherlands are kicking up slowly, which is interesting. Uh, my favorite one, though, is 0.64% unknown. And I really want to know. Which countries those are. I think it might be China, but I can't be sure. It's Antarctica. Antarctica. The penguins are listening to us. Of our (laughs) listenership, 33% tune in from Spotify, 18% on Apple Podcast, and then 42% are other. And I don't know what that means. Well, that I think really what that means is that they're accessing us through the browser rather than through the apps themselves. I think Interesting. that's really where it's where that's coming from. At least that's what I found during doing my research. Because I've never listened to a podcast before outside of Spotify or iTunes back in the day. I would download podcasts off of iTunes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I there's there's Google Podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, of course. There's yeah, there. Pocket Cast. There's um, the Amazon uh, Amazon Music Podcast as well. So there's mm-hmm. There's a there's like literally hundreds or thousands of podcast services out there. Mm-hmm. So wherever you want to find us, we are appreciative. Absolutely. And at the end of the year, our top five episodes in ascending order are Pikmin, Luigi's Mansion, Mario Kart Double Dash, Super Mario Sunshine, and 007 Nightfire. Yeah, yeah, that uh, that, that tracks, checks out. That, that tracks very well. <laughs> it just makes me sad that Super Smash Bros. Melee is not on there, but we recorded that one very early on in our career, but uh, it'd be great to revisit that game someday. We have a long list of games that we'd love to revisit, so we're not going to get yes. into that now. Mike, do you have any other interesting stats while we look back more on 2021? Uh, no, I mean, uh, when I'm going to have even more interesting stats when we hit episode 100, hmm. uh, and you'll get, you'll get lots of crazy stats in terms of uh, what random countries have listened to us once <laughs> and, and some of the other fun podcast services that I've discovered over uh, over this uh, this last year and a half. Sounds good. So before we start looking forward to 2022 with our goals and games that we're looking forward to and movies, let's take a look back on 2021, Mike. Uh, why don't we start with video games, shall we? What were some of your favorite games that came out this year? 
you know what, Neil? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really play very many <laughs> that came out this year. I played almost nothing that came out this year, mm. uh, which is pretty crazy, I know. Uh, most of the games I played were GameCube games, obviously. Sure. I I do try and play. Like I know we see that we don't play all the games that we, we talk about, I'd, but we do try and play a lot of them. Like we, yeah. we play a large majority of the games that we talk about, mm-hmm. and we play them for a while. We don't just sit down for 10 minutes and play. Like We'll, we'll go in and we'll try and see how far we can get so a lot of my time has been dedicated to playing gamecube games but it's also been dedicated to finding new games on the switch or or sorry i should say finding old games that are kind of remade or remastered on the switch Mm. Uh, obviously i talked about star wars knights of the old republic a couple episodes ago played a lot of that played that on the switch 2003 game uh jedi knight 2 jedi outcast i'm starting to play that as well uh, for mm-hmm. when we talk about that for Star Wars, uh, for the Star Wars episode, uh, Yakuza Zero, probably my favorite game this year, came out in 2017. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, Skyward Sword, the remastered version of it, uh, again, you know, came out 10 years ago. Right. I'd say the only new games that I played this year were Mario Golf Super Rush mm-hmm. and WarioWare Get Together. Okay, I, w- I thought that WarioWare was going to be your answer for Game of the Year. I figured that it's would be It's my it. Game of the Year because that's, you know, you only it's played two. one of the only ones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's funny because we do go back and play a lot of old games that it's almost like when we do talk about our favorite Game of the Year, we kind of have to include old stuff because that is the majority of what we do. Like, at the end of the day, we don't have yeah. a ton of time to play new stuff, honestly. We both work full-time jobs we were working on this podcast so i'm like you i really did enjoy a lot of old games going back and playing them this year like i hadn't played f-zero gx in a long time and i loved playing that one in the summertime i was playing that non-stop for a little while uh going back and playing metroid prime 2 uh, resident evil 4 mario tennis on the gamecube version i was having a ton of time playing those games even medal of honor earlier on in the year i was having a great time playing frontline before we had a friend of the show josh join us that was really a big part of my gaming uh, My gaming time was this year was playing GameCube. So I feel really guilty sometimes when, like, you know, you see people posting their right? their Switch stats for the year. And I'm, I'm not going to do that because I think my Switch <laughs> stats are probably definitely less than 100 hours. And it's probably all Mario Kart or Lego Harry Potter with my girlfriend. Uh, I did pick up a couple of new games this year, though. Uh, I did pick up Little Nightmares 2, which I talked a ton about earlier in the year. I love that game. Definitely my game of the year. Little indie game. Uh, 2D uh, isometric platformer, basically. Uh, Really great. Highly recommend everybody out there pick it up. Uh, I also, like you, played Mario Golf on Switch. Pokemon Snap 2. I did really enjoy that game for a couple weeks. Mm. I played that game quite a bit, actually. (laughs) There was just too much to do in the game. Uh, It wasn't exactly clear what your goal was all the time. I didn't love the scoring system, so I can't give it my game of the year. But it was a very good sequel to a game or to a franchise now that's almost 30 years old. Um, and then uh, mm. I did pick up a game that I was anticipating this year, Habroxia 2. I'm playing that on Switch right now. Uh, it's basically nice. an 8-bit bullet hell shooter, kind of like Ikaruga, but uh, n- nothing to do with color changing or anything. It's hard, dude, and I love it. I I, I, I was happy that you ended up picking that up because I know that was on your list of things to, to play this year. Mm-hmm. I think I had no, uh, no More Heroes 3 on my list, which I didn't end up, picking it up but i will be getting it for probably for christmas and and playing that eventually uh i i forgot about the nintendo year wrapped or whatever that it is that they send spotify wrapped of nintendo the the spotify (laughs) wrapped of nintendo i played 436 hours of switch this year uh last year i played 338 so i played 100 more hours i don't know what i was playing 
like what i don't know what i put my time into but it's there it is and you played a lot of animal crossing last year so that's that, that's very <laughs> I impressive <know. laughs> i don't I, I guess i'll check it out and see what my stats were but it can't be very high i definitely was playing more gamecube and gamecube does not track stats but uh yeah, I don't know what they're doing there. <laughs> but uh, s- since we do play a lot of GameCube games, Mike, I wanted to ask you, Do you, were there any standout episodes that we recorded this year for you? Yes. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, like they were all really, really fun. I don't think there was an episode that I I left recording thinking, ah, oh, that wasn't very good. Mm. I think every time we recorded, I was... <laughs> puzzle Games was a bit of a... <laughs> oh, <laughs> Puzzle Games. Yeah, I guess that was... But yeah, because like, you know, there was a few episodes there in the summer that the games themselves weren't that fun uh but we we yeah. tried our best even the hunting uh one was oh, yeah. uh when we were doing it at first when i was looking at the games at first i was thinking oh god this is going to be interesting but then we had a friend of the show marty on and i was it was actually really fun talking with him about mm-hmm. um just about learning about hunting games and cabela's and the history there and i think that's usually what brings me into the episode is if we're talking about games that i don't necessarily have much of an affinity with mm-hmm. uh when we talk about the the history of the development of the games or like where it came from. That's what really gets me uh, to, to fully dive into it. But uh, yeah, for, for favorite games last year, I said um, the ones that I was looking forward to were going to be hockey, Zelda month, Spyro and double dash. Mm-hmm. Definitely agree with those because hockey was amazing. Definitely one of my favorites to record. Wind Waker was a lot of fun splitting that into two episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spyro was a lot of fun too. Double dash was maybe my favorite of all nice uh but i think my second favorite would have been the harvest moon episode neil yeah and for one we had you know kate gray on who's the video game journalist uh and she was fantastic on it and just had great stories to tell but also we like really killed it that episode like that's probably our most succinct episode uh the the flow was really well the timing was really good there Mm. there weren't many uh, ums or spaces for for us to edit and i li- i re-listened to that episode because i was looking for something and i was like wow this sounds really good for a um for like an indie podcast like us so <laughs> uh, i was podcast. impressed uh april fool's episode uh of course huge impact uh oh, yeah. because that was insane that we did the play playstation <laughs> was cool and we got a big response from that uh so that was a lot of fun that was fun and i, I sometimes think about how nervous i am about <laughs> april fools of 2022 because i don't know how we're going to top that I, I already have some ideas, Neil. Okay. I'll talk to you offline. Offline. Yeah. Right, you got <laughs> I got <it>. some ideas. <laughs> and then the episode I might be most proud of is actually the James Bond episode, mm. which is also very, very polished. That one was another one where we had the timing, the flow uh, done really well. We had our research for that. Uh, the, all those games yeah. nailed down. Uh, and, you know, the fact that we had gone about five weeks without recording between yeah. that and doing James Bond and putting it out maybe two or three days later, mm-hmm. uh, that's nothing short of astounding. Yeah, that was a miracle. <laughs> I would call it a miracle, actually. I love that. Yeah, those are yeah. all great ones. You brought back so many memories of a year that has gone by so quickly. And I, you forget. I know, it's so many. <laughs> I, and you forget, like, I was going back through our little Rolodex of episodes that we had lined up. And I was like, man, we did so many. Like, you mentioned Spyro. I was really surprised at how much I enjoyed the Spyro. I picked up the uh, the trilogy, the Spyro yeah. trilogy on uh, PS4 and played through a little bit of each one. And the, the, I really loved those games. Like Spyro, the reignited trilogy was fantastic. I was so excited yeah. to talk about a little purple dragon that I had no <laughs> nostalgia for at all. Uh, I already mentioned Double Dash and F-Zero GX. Really enjoyed going back to that one. Yeah. Uh, I remember earlier in the year really loving uh, diving into Medal of Honor. 
Yeah, you you love that, and I like that episode too. But I know you especially yeah. were a big fan of doing that because that that meant a lot to you growing up. For yeah, sure. it, it did. I got that. That was one of the first games I got on GameCube for the Christmas after I got it for my birthday. I got Nightfire. I got Medal of Honor. Played that. I remember New Year's Eve us playing the D Day level over and over again and multiplayer. Yep. And even after that episode, like I went back and watched Band of Brothers on HBO. I went and watched like a Medal of Honor series on Netflix, which is just about soldiers over the years who have won Medal of Honor. So I dove deep into. Every so often I dive into World War One and World War Two history. I'm like some kind of boomer dad. And uh, we got to do that again. <laughs> Spenny's dad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to tie it in with that too. Like just recently we went back and uh, talked about Call of Duty, a franchise that I don't have as much nostalgia for. But I have quite a bit of respect, and now I really do want to pick up Big Red One on GameCube as well, which I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, just a, a ton of great episodes that we did in the year and a whole bunch that I'm looking forward to in 2022 as well which ones are you really looking forward to then in 2022 the instant one that comes to my mind is super mario strikers i completely adore super mario strikers that is (laughs) just one of the that it is my favorite mario sports game so i'm very excited to talk about that one uh i i'm very excited to talk about twilight princess because it's one of your favorite 3d zelda games it's one of my least favorite 3d one of my favorite games one of your favorite games (laughs) exactly so like i'm very excited to talk to you about that and why it's one of your favorite games and why it's one of my least favorite Zelda games. Uh, so those two come to mind right away. How about you, Mike? Are there uh, Which episodes are you most looking forward to? Those ones for sure. Uh, Harry Potter mm-hmm. is one that I'm really looking forward to. We've been putting off Harry Potter. We've wanted to do it for a long time, but we were trying to line it up with the Hogwarts RPG. We might end up just putting it at a random time because God knows when that is coming out. Yeah, that was one so. of our most anticipated games of 2021, <laughs> if you'll recall, last year. <laughs> what, how foolish we were. <laughs> and a Star Wars on May the 4th, when we'll be doing that. I'm really excited for that. Uh, more mm. because I've been playing Knights of the Old Republic and sure. really kind of getting back into Star Wars a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I go, you, know, you and I, I think, both go through waves of like nerding out on Star Wars. Oh, yeah. and, um, and, you know, the wave has died down for a while because... There haven't really been any movies, and uh, we weren't that into The Mandalorian. So, no. But now it's kind of going back up because thinking of Rogue Squadron and then playing uh, uh, KOTOR, and then mm-hmm. now just like with the news that there's uh, the new one coming out. And there's also that new uh, Star Wars game that's supposed to come out in 2022 as well. Yeah, Star Wars Eclipse was just announced at the uh, the Video Game Awards, which looks interesting. It's from the guys who made uh, Detroit Become Human, which you really like, and uh, yep. Heavy Rain. Uh, And there's also that new Boba Fett uh, show, which will be coming out around the same time as this episode, which I'm excited to see. And the Obi-Wan Kenobi show, which is coming out, which will be starring Ewan McGregor, one of our beloved favorite actors. And Hayden Christensen is uh, supposed to be coming back, so we may see those two actors on screen again. My hype for Star Wars is coming back slowly, but very, very uh, defensively. Like, I have been burned on Star Wars quite a bit in the last four years, I'm going to say. I don't want to get into it right now. We're going to talk a ton about it in the Star Wars episode on May. That'll be a three-hour episode. That will be a very good episode, and I'm very excited to talk to you about it. Another one that's going to be a long episode in 2022, though, that I have to give a shout-out for is SpongeBob. That yes. SpongeBob, along with the GameCube, is one of the things that Mike and I bonded over most as kids. We had a lot of fun playing SpongeBob games and uh, watching the shows and the movies. So that's I really want that to be one of our longest episodes ever because I want to dive deep into our memories of SpongeBob. <laughs> Five hours. We're old enough to remember when it came out, and that's one of the few things that I'm proud to say. I remember watching this thing the first week it came out and falling in yep. love with him right away. 
And uh, just one last game that I want to talk about before we move on is Paper Mario. One of my favorite games on GameCube. Can't wait to talk about it. I'm obviously not a huge RPG fan, but Paper Mario, especially the GameCube version, is is that good. And I'm very excited to talk about it. My goal is to beat it before we talk about it again. <laughs> I can't wait to hear you talk about P- Paper Mario Color Splash, your favorite mm, game ever. No, no, not at all. <laughs> like, don't even joke about Please that. Please don't even joke about that, Mike. I can't, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> So let's talk about a couple things here outside of video games. Why don't we dive into, uh, would you like to talk about albums from 2021? Sure, yeah. Um, for I listen to a lot of music, as we always do uh, this year. Uh, Inside, Bo Burnham's Inside, uh, was both probably one of our favorite albums and movies yeah. <laughs> this year. Uh, that, that had a huge impact on us. Also because it was, you know, it is released in the pandemic and the, the way that they talked about, or that he talked about living inside and just like, what our lives are right now, even pre or post pandemic, it, it was really impactful and definitely hit us on a on a pretty emotional level for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I gotta say, Inside that is my album and movie of the year. Uh, I was not expecting the movie to be as good as it was. I mean, yeah. I should have because everything Bo Burnham does is pure genius. Uh, just going back and listening to you and friend of the show Brandon talk about it because you guys are both into production talking about how he did all of this on one camera, even though like there's multiple shots, how every single set took days to set up just to have like a few frames sometimes to have things things in in the movie. Uh, I've seen it a few times now on Netflix and I've listened to the album a bunch of times on on Spotify and uh, the songs are all just absolutely genius. Uh, I highly recommend everybody listen to it if you haven't already. I feel like everybody's heard it at this point. Like Bo Burnham completely appeals to our audience, like middle-aged millennials i suppose anybody (laughs) between the age of like 20 and 30 i suppose i don't know what to call us it's really good i like that um there's uh the dirty nil album f art uh um that was very good and we love canadian bands love supporting them love dirty nil yeah dirty dirty nil was a bit of a dark horse of the year for me i remember checking out a lot of our friends posting their uh, spotify wrapped a couple weeks ago and just seeing dirty nil on for some people number one number two like in the top five and uh, yeah, the album F Art, like it's their, I think it's their second or their third album, but they're a very underrated, uh, what would you call them? Like a punk band from, well, I guess they'd be considered punk, right? Yeah, they're punk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're a punk band. Yeah. yeah. From just outside of Toronto, really good band and uh, excited to see them live. They're one of the bands that I have not seen live yet due to the pandemic. I just haven't been able to because I discovered them in late 2019 and that's obviously way too late to discover new music. So yeah. uh, very excited <laughs> to see them. Hopefully I do adore that album as well. Uh, Jubilee by Japanese Breakfast. Uh, she's a great singer-songwriter. I uh, actually put out a book recently too, but uh, that's a really, really good album. Mm-hmm. A huge fan. Uh, Thrice's new album, Horizons East. Yeah. Uh, fantastic album. Very, very, very good. And uh, my probably one of my dark horses was uh, this band called Turnstile, which apparently all the kids love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the album's called Glow On. Neil, I'm not sure if you've heard it. You would love it. That's a terrible because... album name, but I'm looking forward to hearing it now. <laughs> terrible album name not a great cover uh but it is uh it is a really you know what it reminds me of it reminds me of like modern frugazi that's like the best way for me to say that Hmm. it's a it's a jam for sure it's they're all bangers on that song or on that album okay i'm excited to listen to it send me the link after this and i'll uh i'll I'll check it out maybe i'll regret doing this episode (laughs) this early we'll see (laughs) and what about yours earlier in the year we had a really good uh a really good run of ska albums have to give a shout out to the Mighty Mighty Boston's album, When God Was Great. 
the Boston's were my number one uh, artist of the year. Uh, they've been putting out music since the 80s. This album is so good. If you like ska, if it's you don't good. like ska, you definitely have to check it out. Uh, Mike likes it too. Friend of the show, John, really likes the Boston's. Uh, and then we had a couple other ska albums come out around the same time. We had a Jeff Rosenstock album, No Dream. Uh, he did like a cover album, No Ska. Uh, he did a cover album of his own album, basically. And Called No Ska, with only Ska. With only Ska, yeah. He basically <laughs> took his album and made Ska covers of every single song, which was really yeah, cool. Yeah, was pretty awesome. And then right after that, or around the same time, we got an album from uh, We Are The Union, uh, who are uh, a ska band. Uh, their trombone player uh, is Jeremy from the Ska Tune Network on YouTube, a channel that I really love. He does ska covers of famous cartoon songs, basically, and pop punk. He'll make like ska renditions of those songs. Uh, that's his band. Uh, they put out an album as well, which was really good. I enjoyed that. And uh, Pop Punk was also pretty decent this year too. Uh, as we I talked about, I love Machine Gun Kelly's album, apparently. Uh, <laughs> so that was a pretty good outing there. And um, and then some good Midwestern emo as well. Uh, a band that I talked about last year, Jail Socks. They put out an oh, album yeah. this year called Coming Down. And uh, it's just as good as the album that I listened to last year. So I was really excited to, to listen to that one too. So uh, yeah, I, I can't complain about the music this year. It was a solid, I would say it was great. The, the music this year uh 2020 was everything was delayed from 2020 so it seems like in 2022 we're gonna get some good music we've got a new album from billy talent coming out which i'm stoked mm-hmm. for i'm hoping to get some music from the wonder years and tiny moving parts two of my favorite band but we'll have to wait and see we'll have to wait and see and uh we'll just keep going here we'll do some movies uh, uh obviously inside mm-hmm. was one of my favorites and your favorites uh, i watched a lot of movies this year actually i watched uh, last night in soho no time to die encounter uh dune and dune was fantastic oh, yeah. i loved loved dune uh and i watched a whole bunch of uh movies that were older that i never seen before like um little miss sunshine and tangled nice. uh two movies that were actually very very good had you not seen tangled until this year i had never seen tangled before yeah and wow. uh it's actually really good and fun fact has the largest uh budget for an animated film ever mm-hmm. so that's uh fun <laughs> i mean a lot of that was i think a lot of that was them setting up the studio and then they used all that tech to make frozen right that was kind yeah, of the, that's right yeah yeah great movie uh we we finally saw Mask of a Phantasm. Uh, well, I I had never seen it before. I mm-hmm. think you had seen it when you were a kid. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that is an incredible Batman movie. Uh, Batman Mask of a Phantasm. It's uh, based on the animated series, so it's mm-hmm. like that same art style. But oh man, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And um, I also watched a movie that is probably one of my favorite movies of all time now, uh, because it was insane. It's called Perfect Blue. It's an it's an anime movie from 1997. Wow. I, I don't even know what to say about it other than just it is insane. Uh, and it will completely take your breath away. And it is uh, – it's only like 90 minutes. So it's a it's a quick watch. But whew, what's, the I, base, uh, what's the basic plot? Try and rope me in here because I'm not a huge anime fan. But you got me intrigued because you're a huge movie buff. And anytime you, you turn me <laughs> towards a movie, I, I kind of perk my ears a little bit. It's it's like it's almost like they're predicting social media in um, wow. in 1997, and so a lot of it is about this uh, Japanese pop idol who she wants to become an actress, and she's followed by this crazed fan, uh, and he's basically stalking her. And then there's this forum and this website about her like room and her house, and uh, you don't know you know who's posting on there. And then there's there's a lot of um, ambiguous. Uh, 
there's a lot of ambiguous stuff going on. It's hard to say without spoiling anything. Sure. But um, uh, definitely a twist movie in a way as well. So it's uh, it's pretty crazy. And the way that they deal with technology mm-hmm. is really, really interesting for 1997. Usually in 90s movies, technology looks so outdated and old. And the way they talk about it yeah. is like, ha look, technology. <laughs> like, <laughs> but in this, it's almost like very much part of the dialogue. And the mm. fact that they did this, you know, 25 years ago is just incredible yeah but, be- because uh, technology yeah. and like apps in general have become a part of our uh vocabulary as well like google is a thing like spotify yeah. is a verb like all of these all of these apps and 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 devices have become nouns and adjectives that we use on a yeah. daily basis yeah no it's crazy but yeah definitely recommend perfect blue uh i watched it with friend of the show harrison and uh we always comment on movies and we'll like make snarky comments throughout them because that's what we do when we're just watching together sure and we did not talk throughout this entire movie and then by the end of it we were just like oh okay (laughs) (laughs) let's dissect this and where where can you where can you find it was it on amazon or spot we we rented it on youtube okay um that was uh i'm not sure if it's anywhere else but uh, that was the easiest place we found it and we're like i don't know four dollars sure whatever great i i can't wait to check that one out i'll have to uh see if i can find it for myself thanks for the recommendation No problem. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my favorite movies of the year, uh, Inside was my movie of the year, but uh, did get a chance to check out a few other new movies. Uh, I, I did like Shang-Chi. I saw that one in, uh, in, in theaters earlier. That was a fun Marvel film. Uh, Spider-Man came out just earlier this month, and uh, I'm assuming I loved it, but we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> yeah, what did, I wonder what past Mike, past Mike definitely is, is going to love it. Oh, yeah. Willem Dafoe's back. How, who could not love that? <gasps> sorry <laughs> spoilers uh, <laughs> you mentioned tangled as an animated film a, a new animated film that me and my girlfriend checked out this year was mitchell's versus the machines uh which i watched twice i watched it once with my girlfriend and then i watched it again with my mom and they both uh, loved it i loved it too i highly recommend this film it's like be, I'm trying to remember it now because I watched it in the summertime, but the animation, I believe it's from the same studio that did Into the Spider-Verse. Correct. Uh, So they're masters at animation. Uh, The characters are all super funny. I love the eyes. Like they're all very like eye darts. Like they go really small, the pupils and everything. Uh, It's just so good. It's it's funny. It's just a nice little family movie that I think everybody should check out. Nice little heartwarming film. Kind of like iRobot, I suppose. Um, With, uh, who's that actor, Mike, that you mentioned that you'd like to see in the the remake of... um, uh, planes, trains, and automobiles. Yeah, Maya Rudolph. She's the mom in the movie. So uh, definitely, definitely recommend checking out Mitchell's versus the Machines. And uh, I did go back and watch a bunch of older movies too. Uh, with you at the cottage, we watched Office Space. I had never seen that movie before, or at least not from start to finish. That's got to be one of my top ten favorite films of all time now. It's amazing. It's so good. It's, dude, it's so funny. If if you're out there and you work, if you work a nine to five job, you have to watch Office Space. Like it's it's a must see. Uh, oh, it's it's amazing. It's incredible. Oh, God. Super quotable. <laughs> laugh out loud funny. Uh, another one that I watched in the same vein as Little Miss Sunshine, I watched a movie called The Way Way Back. Uh, yeah, you said you said you're like, it's basically Little Miss Sunshine. It's got some of the same actors, too. Yeah, uh, Steve Carell is in it, a bunch of other actors as well. Um, the mom is the, it's the same mom. I'm trying to remember her Tony name. Tony Collette. Tony Collette is in it as well. Thank you. Uh, I haven't seen it in a while, so I can't remember any of the actors' names. But I highly recommend it. It's a good coming-of-age story. It's basically about a kid who works at a water park for a summer. Uh, so definitely check that one out. I'm not a huge movie-watching person. I watch a lot of the same movies over and over again. Uh, but those were the set, those were the standout films for me. Uh, I did check out a new TV show this year, though, that I want to talk about. I loved Squid Game. That was really fun. Super violent and everything, but just such a cool story. I don't watch a lot of shows with subtitles or anything. So uh, 
I, I mean, I feel like everybody loved this show. It's like one of the highest grossing shows on Netflix at this point. Uh, we're going to get a season two, which I didn't know we needed, but I'll take uh, it. Well, we never do, but Netflix <laughs> is like, no, 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 we do. We're going to shove it down your throat. So I guess I'm looking forward to season two of Squid Game, but uh, I really enjoyed it. That movie kept me up at night at some time, some points. <laughs> so before we uh, wrap up the show, Mike, let's talk about our most anticipated games of 2022, kind of roping Let's back. bring this back to a video game podcast. Yeah, let, let's bring it back. Before we close out, let's, let's wrap it up with some video game topics here. What are some of your most anticipated games of 2022? Maybe we'll go back and forth one at a time. Sure. Uh, well, I'll say Coder, uh, Knights of the Old Republic remake, uh, which looks like it will come out in 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, if it does, then that is definitely one of my most anticipated games. Sweet. Love it. My most anticipated game of 2022, I'm really hoping it comes out this year, is Hogwarts Legacy. <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> Just going to kick it over to 2022. Really want a Harry Potter game. It seems like it's going to happen. Uh, I don't own a PS5 yet to play it on, so I'll have to buy both. So that's going to be a very expensive day, but uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, my other one would be Elden Ring, the new From Software game that's supposed to be coming out in mm. 2022. Uh, excited for that. Again, that looks like another one that will be coming out. I think it's uh, it does actually have a release date. So that one is coming out. Yeah, in, I believe that in, one's in actually year. February 4th or something. It's early yes. February of 2022. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we are not talking about From Software games for <laughs> for its uh, for it coming out. We already talked about two From Software games that are actually on the GameCube, which mm-hmm. was pretty cool. I did not know that until we did it. It's hard to believe that Dark Souls was poured into GameCube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird, weird move. Weird move. So weird. Another anticipated game for me in 2022 that I hope comes out is Breath of the Wild 2 on Switch. I I feel like it's got to be this year. Like the Switch is going to be turning. What? Just give me a title at this point. Yeah, just anything. Let's see some <laughs> gameplay. Let's see it, like a gameplay trailer. Let's see a title. Let's see what Link is doing, who the villain is. Just anything at this point, you know? Like, it's been yeah. so long. I'm hoping that there's more news at E3. Like, there, there's got to be. I would think it's going to come out late 2022. It, it, they don't seem to have anything lined up for the holiday release, so I would I would anticipate it coming out holiday 2022. Nice. Well, I hope so, because my Switch is gathering dust, but I do need to play <laughs> Metroid Dread pretty soon, so. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Pokemon on Arceus for me as well I definitely want to see that uh, and that is coming out in January so in a, in a few short weeks I'll be playing that so I'm excited as well mm-hmm. and uh, my last one here is just PS5 games and the PS5 being available I would like to buy a <laughs> PS5 next year yeah. If if I can. <laughs> That's a nice wish. That's a nice wish. I'm sure Sony wants you to spend 700 Canadian dollars on their console but they, they're not going to let you. No, no. <laughs> Just one more thing here that I'm looking forward to is uh, is the Cuphead DLC that was recently announced at the Game Awards. Uh, Delicious Last Course. Uh, Cuphead is one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, one of my favorite Switch games for sure. They finally announced the DLC. I think it's going to be mid to late 2022 that we're seeing that one. It's also going to be coming out alongside the Netflix show. Uh, so yep. really excited for that one. I still never beat the first Cuphead, but I'll play new Cuphead bosses any chance I get. Uh, so this may be the latest DLC that I've ever seen. Maybe four years later. Yeah, yeah, it's about right. I'm trying to think. Shovel Knight had a ton of DLC coming out long after the release of it, and I think there still is DLC coming out for it. So that's a good list of games. But I'm also looking forward to going back and playing a ton more uh, GameCube games and uh, and some indie games that I come across in 2022 that I don't know about yet. So that's very exciting. That is, that is. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting year for a lot of things, Neil. It is, it is, Mike. So why don't we talk about some of our goals of 2022, some things that we like to achieve before the year is over. I'll go first. Uh, my number one goal is um, I'd like to successfully rebrand this podcast once we finish the GameCube library later this year. 
I'm really looking forward to finishing this uh, this journey in a good way. Like it's been a lot of fun, but uh, I, I do look forward to whatever our next project is. I'm sure it's going to be fun, and uh, you and I are going to have a good time doing it. Uh, so yeah, that's my first goal of the year is to come up with an idea for what we're going to do after we're finished 555 GameCube games. Sure. Yeah, it's a good goal. <laughs> Love it. What, what's your first goal? Uh, I want to try and get back to playing hockey in the winter of 2022. Nice. Uh, a friend of the show, Cam, is um, he was actually my defense partner in hockey for many years. And uh, the two of us, uh, well, he is always bugging me to try and play hockey again. But uh, uh, I need to do a lot of rehab of my shoulder yeah. and just get back in better shape, obviously. Uh, and uh, I do miss hockey. I've been away from the game for almost four years now, uh, which is the long time for me. Mm. So uh, I would like to get, get back on the ice at some point uh, in next winter. I see the rough part about playing hockey, men's hockey in, in Toronto for some reason is that it seems like a lot of those leagues meet like late on Sunday nights or something. Like it's never, I do miss the days when we were kids when it's like, oh yeah, the game's every Saturday at 1 p.m. Like there's no men's leagues that meet like that. No, yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> or midnight, a lot of, oh, lot of midnight uh, weekday games. Oof, more power to you, man. I, I got back <laughs> into just outdoor skating. I love skating outside. Sometimes you can find a rink that no one's at and there's a net and you can bring a stick and a puck and just practice there. Organized yeah. hockey for me feels like light years away, but uh, I'm excited for that for you. Uh, I, I would love to come see you play as long as it's not midnight on a Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love that. <laughs> a physical goal for me here is uh, I'm a pretty avid runner and uh, I'm very excited for uh, in-person runs to be to be happening again in 2022 i've signed up for the sporting life 10k which is a pretty popular 10 kilometer run here in toronto and of course. Uh, i have the goal of being in the top 10 percent of the finishers uh i don't know how many people are going to be running i believe it's capped at around 15,000, just due to covid restrictions they need to make sure that everybody is properly spaced or whatever even though it's outside um <laughs> but uh sure. my, my goal if that's the case is to finish in the top 1,500 people which i think i can do uh, but we'll have to wait and see. That run is on Mother's Day Sunday, so I will let you know how I do then. I think you can. I think you can do it. And friend of the show uh, Harrison helps uh, organize that event. So you know, if we just wanted to go with the full out cheating route, then uh, <laughs> we can do that. Neil finishes ahead of all the Kenyans. <laughs> yeah. How did this guy get first? He started like twenty minutes late. Well, that's the thing that everybody gets confused about. Is like, how do you win if everybody finishes or starts way back? But like, you, the time starts when you've cross the starting line the time ends when you cross the finish line so you could be the last one to start and the first one to finish technically yeah yeah it, it makes sense it just when you think about it you're just like watching the like if you watch it in movies that's never how they show it obviously no because like the person who breaks know. the ribbon is not necessarily the winner but you think they are <laughs> that see that that's one of my goals is to break the ribbon just just a ribbon yeah, <laughs> just 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 running somewhere and breaking the ribbon. Yeah. And I don't necessarily need to be in the race. I just want to, you know, I just want to do it myself. What about cutting a ribbon like at a store opening? No, not the same. No, no. no. The 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 sensation of running through a ribbon is pretty pretty magical. Well, uh, I guess I, I gotta say I've never done it. <laughs> Neither have I. That's why. But it looks magical, doesn't it, Neil? It does. It does. <laughs> anyway, Michael, what's uh, your next goal for twenty twenty two? I have a lot of books. I have so many books and I need to read more. So I, I that's the goal is I'm going to try and read some of these books that I have because uh, I always get books for, for Christmas or birthdays. And I do, you know, really appreciate when people give me these books because I love the subject. Uh, but I end up reading like 10 pages and then forgetting about them. Mm. So this year, I think, you know, I keep telling myself, I'm like, I'm going to try and read more. I'm going to try and get more involved with some of these and 
get into them because I, I do like winding down my day by reading. Mm. And um, I, I'd rather read on a book than on my phone. So, sure. yeah, that's one of my goals. That's a good one. I think that if you make a goal of reading like a book a month, that that's definitely doable. Uh, yeah. I love reading before bed, too. It's a great way to unwind. I've probably read one or two books a month for the year. So, but I, I don't own a ton of books. I mainly just get them from the library and the ones that I do own, I typically eventually donate them because like who reads books like over and over again, right? Like, you know, you read it once. I might read it again a few years later. I have a whole bunch of like reference books, like the GameCube anthology. Yeah. And, see, uh, that's, that's the stuff I keep. Yeah. yeah. But you're right. The, the, the fiction books will often give away. Yeah. My rule of thumb is like it, I know that I'm going to be able to find Life of Pi at the library for the rest of my life. I don't need to own it. But, like, I have certain books that, like, will never be at the library. Uh, so I own those ones for sure. That's kind of a yeah. general rule for me. Uh, okay. My consumer goal here, a consumerist goal, is to nice. uh, to get to 100 GameCube games. I'm currently sitting in the mid-70s, I believe. So I have about 25 games to go. Uh, I think that if I really put my mind to it, I can get to 100 games this year. Yeah, I, th- I think you can, for sure. I mean, this year alone, I think I bought oh, at least a dozen GameCube games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think if, if you know, you're looking at maybe doubling that, 25 games, uh, I think it's definitely possible. Yeah, the problem is I'm super selective. Like, I'm, it's not going to be 25 FIFA games. Like, it's going to be, like, the, really? like <laughs> I, truth be told, like, I'm not going to buy FIFA games. <laughs> it's, it's the problem. It's, like, it's going to be the more expensive ones, like the Chibi-Robos and the WarioWares and the Ikarugas. It's all the ones that cost upwards of 100 Canadian dollars. And yep. that adds up when you buy 25 of them in a year. But there are still a few movie tie-in games that I'd like to pick up. But uh, hopefully yeah. I can make a post later on in the year that says Neil hit 100 GameCube games. I'm looking forward to that. That would be fun. That would be fun. My last goal is play more music, more jams, more live shows. We we got to get back into playing uh, music together and just me playing music in general, like practicing guitar, piano, all the mm-hmm. instruments that we have. Because uh, that's music is honestly one of the things, other than podcasting, that really does bring me joy in life. Like I, I you and I are both super passionate mm-hmm. about playing, and it's you know playing music is probably the happiest that we get other than doing this podcast so uh i i really really uh miss doing it a lot with uh with with uh, different people uh playing with marty and those guys and then playing with you as well when we would play at the cottage and mm-hmm. uh yeah so hopefully we can get back to, to to jamming a little bit more in 2022 yeah that that's just like a life goal for me and that unfortunately was <laughs> uh disrupted by the pandemic like you and i were actually in the process of getting into playing at bars we played one yeah. we played one live show and then covid hit and uh, that's when we started <laughs> we did this, it that's when we started this <laughs> podcast uh we we played for hours in your condo i would go over to my cousin's house and jam with him too and that got disrupted so really looking forward to that becoming a thing again i don't think that's even a goal i think that that's just going to happen like once we could <laughs> once we can safely uh get together again i think that that's just going to be a natural occurrence so That'll be an easy one to uh, to accomplish next year. Perfect. My last goal here is uh, a, l- a little bit difficult to measure, but uh, I'd like to get better at, I guess, putting my thoughts into words, which is more just like an ongoing goal in general, but just getting better at like t- explaining how I feel about a game, about a movie, like just talking today about a whole bunch of things that we liked in 2021. I would like to get better at like explaining why I like things and how things can be better. I like things because they are good. <laughs> I feel like I said something like this last year as well, but it, it, that's just going to be uh, continue to be a goal for me is just, ha- just to be 
better at explaining why I like something, better at reviewing games, better at talking quantitatively and qualitatively about things. It's something that I would like to get better at. So, and it would only improve this podcast, honestly. Like it's mainly just for this podcast that I'd like to get better at that. So, uh, and just by doing this show, I'm going to get better at it. So, well, honestly, by, by, by doing this podcast, I've definitely gotten better at just speaking in general, Mm -hmm. like with, uh, whether it's in meetings or, or whether it just, yeah, formulating my thoughts. I just picture <laughs> I've, you going I've... to a pot, going to a meeting and talking about a GameCube game. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, enter the Matrix. I'm not sure if you've heard about this game, uh, sir. This is a <laughs> this is a marketing meeting. Yeah, we're marketing Enter the Matrix. Let's go. This is a 2003 game. Derek, dim the lights. I have a 52 uh, page PowerPoint <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> but it, it honestly has helped me in my daily life. I, I do. I'll like catch myself actually properly saying things that's clearly i i clearly i haven't figured it out too well to to convey my thoughts into words but but i will like i'll 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 do a presentation or something in a meeting and then i'll kind of sit back and be like oh that wasn't that bad mm-hmm. uh a year ago year and a half ago uh I, I would have been a lot more nervous but i think the biggest thing is that i'm really not nervous at all talking in front of people and or talking in meetings like that has completely gone away nice. uh, by doing this podcast sweet and i i'm gonna have to do a speech at a wedding probably within the next year so i'm just gonna go into podcast mode honestly once that if i have to that's, do a speech it's that's just, the thing yeah you just go into you podcast just go into mode. another personality almost yeah. and that's what friend of the show victor taught me was mm. because he was in radio for for many many years and he, he said that you kind of have to develop almost like a persona mm-hmm. when you're doing this because that's the only way you'll be able to talk without like talking complete sentences yeah, exactly. <laughs> honestly exactly like i don't think i don't feel like i talk differently when we're doing this show but my family and my friends and my girlfriend have said yeah you have a podcast voice like you do not talk like that uh regularly like it's it's just an exaggerated way of how we talk obviously but you have to put yeah. on a different voice if i talk the way that i talked at work we would have no listeners and that that we don't want that <laughs> but uh yeah that that's a that's a great wrap up of uh, 2021 and very excited for all the things that we're accomplishing in uh, 2022. So Mike, what, as always, why don't you let listeners know what they can expect next week on episode uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right. on episode 79, 79 yeah. Neil. All right. Why don't you let the listeners know what they can expect next week on episode 79 of the GameCube was cool podcast. On episode 79, Neil, we're talking about party games Woo. because it's my birthday. Uh, again, it's my birthday for the month. It's mm-hmm. January is 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 Mike's birthday month, so we gotta kick it off with a party episode, January sixth. It's gonna be a good time. Uh, we're gonna talk about a lot of different party games, such as the Pac Man party games. One of them is actually good. Uh, there's also Muppets <laughs> Party Cruise, which I'm really excited to talk about. Yep, it's gonna be a Shrek party game, which I don't think is very good. But uh, unfortunately, we've covered all the Mario party games, so we're scraping the bottom of the barrel for all the clone games that came out. Yeah, if you're looking for Mario Party, this isn't the episode. Mm-mm. Go back to our episode exactly a year earlier and you will find it. Yep, exactly. Very excited to talk about those games. But until then, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to Side Mission Part 8 of the GameCube of School podcast. New episode every Thursday on all the major podcast services. Leave us ratings and reviews so we can make the show better. If you want to support the show, you can find us on Patreon. We are The GameCube Was Cool. Then you can follow us for free on Instagram. We are at The GameCube Pod. Share us with your friends and family. All the best in 2022. And as always, thank you so much for supporting our show for this entire year. We love you all, and we will see you next week. See you later. Bye-bye. See you next year. <laughs> it's never okay to make that joke. Bye.